Hey guys, welcome to the Masters in Motion podcast. Join us as we jump into the world of CrossFit and celebrate the strength, resilience, and determination of Masters athletes. I'm Jason Grubb. I'm here with Rick Stevenson and Keith Martin, our special guest tonight. Hey guys. Hey. Hello. It's January. (laughs) How's everyone feeling? feeling? It's January. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Happy Happy New Year to everybody. I know we're... Where everybody's at now, it takes a heck of a lot longer to warm up in the morning when you're when you're starting your training session. It's just not nice out there. It's dark, it's generally dark and cold. This is this is true. I agree. I'm I'm agreeing that with that. <laughs> and Rick, happy you. birthday to you, you, my friend. Uh, Fifty two. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I'll just say it to the world. If we need to bleep that out, <laughs> we'll you tell me. But uh, yeah. fifty two years old, middle, middle of the age group. group. Um, Hope you had a great birthday. I mean, I think today you took the day off. You probably went and got like a manicure, pedicure kind of stuff. That was, you know, massage, some hot, t- cold uh, therapy, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that I started my today? morning with some some nasty, evil programming. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. And then and then went to work. Uh, came home and uh, had some dinner. So uh, <sighs> for for January birthday, Man, that's what happened. Living the dream. It's dark in the morning and dark in the evening when you get home. <laughs> So, thanks. right. Honestly, I think that if your birthday is around Christmas or in January, you should really celebrate yeah, your half birthday. July. Like Fantastic. you should throw a, a, a big one yep. in July and just you know, July 9th. Let's just you know, let's Be do in it. The water, that kind of yes, stuff. sun, you name it. Yep, yep. So yeah, I like it. Well, we have um just a little bit of news today, not a ton. So let's jump into that, and then we want to get to know Keith. Um. Uh, you know, I'm going to talk about that yet. The news. Um, I know one piece of news, uh, and then Rick, I'll have you take over. But uh, you know, obviously, uh, we heard the announcement of the uh, for the individual CrossFit competition, individuals and teams. It looks like Dolruck will be the uh, apparel and shoe sponsor. Uh, so that's that's news. There's not a lot of news this week, but that is news. What do you guys think, Keith? Thoughts? <laughs> I, I... Um, I, I guess I'm excited to see kind of what they come with from on the apparel side and if they develop some more shoes. And I mean, I think, I think it really gives them a segue into this, you know, a better segue into the fork. So it'll be interesting to see kind of what new comes from them as a part of this. That That's, that's where I was yeah, kind they're, of thinking. They're, um, they're not super new of a company. It's just, they're not in the space that we're, you know, the three of us are real accustomed to seeing them. Yeah. And uh, you know, they have a real good, um, good backstory. And, uh, from what I've heard, they make really quality, uh, equipment and, and, and footwear. Certainly. I don't know anything about the apparel yet. Um, but it, 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 obviously there's someone that, uh, we think, uh, some of the folks at HQ have some history with, so it's kind of made sense. And I'm sure the numbers made sense for them. Uh, it'll be, you know, between the, uh, rebranding of the logo, which caught all that flack on social media, and then uh, immediately into the footwear, or into the sponsorship uh, news. Uh, for them, they've been busy uh, watching the uh, social media chatter and all. But I, you know, go Ruck, wish them all the best. Uh, the last two sponsors that like Noble and Reebok totally. have either been um, new to the space, like Reebok, or grown their brand entirely, like Noble. So. From the track record that the CrossFit community provides to companies like this, it's probably going to be pretty be pretty beneficial for GoRuck um, from a long, long run, long run um, relationship. Yeah, I, I was, took a look. I was, go, ahead, go ahead, Keith. Oh, 
Oh, sorry. I was secretly hopeful maybe they would get Cody Anderson to come oh, back and compete. That, that's just a personal. <laughs> yeah, I remember Cody. Is he really? Okay, there's athlete, a couple, yeah. couple of them yeah. I didn't realize he yeah. was. Boy, he provided some pretty big games moments in the past uh, over the years. Yeah. Man, fo- following that guy's journey, he, he went from, like, the CrossFit gymnast who could do everything gymnastics to, like, what I yeah. see him lifting in yeah. the, on his Instagram. He's just lifting massive weights. Yeah. And I think he weighs, still weighs mm-hmm. 85 pounds, maybe 90 pounds yeah. soaking wet. Not really. He's... He's a big dude, but man, yeah. he can move some, some pounds. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of, I forgot the rebrand, Rick, you know, you mentioned that, um, CrossFit chose to rebrand this week, uh, the CrossFit logo, the CrossFit <laughs> games logo. Um, oh. I have, I have some thoughts and opinions on it <laughs> and I don't want to, so I don't want to, I want to get your guys' thoughts and then I will share, I will just say that like, I don't love it, but I'm going to share a little bit more detail about that and that. I'm accepting it, of course. What what choices do I have? And, it, and it's totally fine. But we have a podcast and there's things to talk about. So I'll tell you why I don't like it. But I want to know what you guys think And I, I, before I before I Eat jump into death. that. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I guess I noticed it because my app immediately changed on my yep. phone. That was the yep. only reason I knew it happened. Right. So I was like, huh, that's interesting. Um, I guess I didn't have any positive or negative thoughts on it. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to stay right in the middle on that one. I was just, I was just interested, you know, interesting mm-hmm. that it had changed. That was all I noticed. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess, yeah, I haven't, hadn't thought too much about if I liked it or not. I, I, it's, it's fine. Um, I guess I was apt maybe not to like the change until I saw somebody post through the years from like 2009 all the way through and how many times the logo has changed, how many we got used to seeing maybe for one or two years. And then I'm like, oh, this is just another one. It's fine. Still says what you needed to say. I yeah. <laughs> it gives us something to complain about. It, no. it, the interweb. I mean, it does. I, I mean, we got to have something to talk about during the off season. Oh, okay. So I'll tell you, it's again, it's it's fine. It is, and it, it has changed over the seasons. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you what, I I was like, I just there's something about it that I don't like. So I, I asked my wife. I was like, hey, will you? Her her friend runs. Um, I don't know what she actually does, but she is a designer for a large corporation and does things like this. She's the creative director, right, for a large organization. So, so my wife sent her friend this the logo, and along with some historical logos. And um, the feedback from that friend was, um, you know, it's it's well, besides the technical issues of having thin lines that won't render well in small sizes. Besides that, um, if you, she says, if you're going to design a logo for the fittest on earth. Nothing about that is thin and refined. The previous logo did a much better job representing the toughness, the strength, the athleticism of athletes. And I, she, the way she said that was was really cool. I was like, that is it. That's the that's the feeling that I get. Um, it's just like this. It feels it is thin and refined. And but like the CrossFit Games and athletes, it just feels like the athletes at the games are like powerful. They're doing crazy things. If, if go Ruck is the sponsor, they're going to, they're going to move some heavy stuff. I'm sure. Or like at the time, historically, when we've, um, you know, when we've been at the games, we've had, um, it was a 2019. I think we had a 2019 or yeah, we had a Ruck run and, um, that was a go Ruck back bag. And it was super fun, very challenging. It messed all of us up because none of us were actual, actually ready for something like that. Um, that demands a solid logo. 
Uh, but that's fine. Again, like <laughs> they don't care what I think, and I, I and I don't really care that much when I see it now. Like I do like a fresh logo generally on things, so it's always kind of it feels fresh. Um, I like the fresh colors that we've had over the years. Like each new sponsor sort of brought their own colors. Reebok had some some flashy colors, which were really cool at the time. And then Noble brought kind of some earth tones. We also I also thought those were pretty good at the time. Um, so change is fine. Um, and I think that's I think that's it. That's it on that. Um, Rick, what else have we got in the news? Or the last bit of news, uh, you know, it's competition weekend. Uh, we're certainly going to be paying attention to Wadapalooza. Uh, I know the three of us aren't competing there, but we have some uh, friends and competitors that are down there. And uh, we'll be paying attention to those in the age groups. And I have to be fair, you know, we've been, Jason and I have been a little critical in the past um, here about we think the direction that Wadapalooza has taken uh, with maybe lessening the um, experience for the Masters in the smaller fields, fewer competition days. Uh, and we know when weather rears its ugly head down there, the first uh, groups to get events cut are age groups, not the individuals. So, um, but, but as a fan of the sport, I will be watching the elites and I will be paying attention to the age groups uh, as every higher level competition. You gotta, gotta watch out for uh, who's out there and what the programming's like. And uh, uh, I'll, I'll be a fan this weekend. So it's a good weekend to do that. But bad weather, stream sunny Florida. Absolutely. <laughs> I think I think I'm driving most of the day Sunday. Um, yeah. So I'll have to just yep. have that running in the background. Nothing like. Um, I mean, it's. I'll, 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 maybe I'll even save everything. Maybe I'll try not to watch anything. and save it all for Sunday so I can listen to it while I'm driving. Um, it's it's not great to be watching it while I'm driving a truck and an RV down a highway, but I can listen all day long. No problem. Good call. Good call. Okay. Well, let's 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 uh, let's move on. Um, we've got you know Keith Martin here. I, I know that uh, for me, I met Keith uh, at uh, MFC. Rick, did you meet Keith I, down I there as not, well? I did not, but now I recognize you. So that's we 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 cross paths. Right. I think a number of times, not only in the warm up area, often on on the floor. Yeah. And so it's great to great to meet you. Yeah, it's, it's well, a pleasure to meet you as well. And thank you guys for having me on. It's an honor. It's as um, it's it's always interesting when you um, you know, you meet a person and you're like, uh huh, this guy's really interesting. And I we we talked again at Legends. Um, again, great to see you again at Legends. Um, but he, you also have um, let's see, hold on, your your email address, by the way. I, I mean, I know you know your own email address <laughs> is uh, um. Oh, hold on. What is it again? <laughs> we'll what is like your that. email address? Oh, the, the CrossFit criminal at blank.com. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you a full email address <laughs> it out there. Call. But um that will get some that'll get your attention, right? Um so you know, there's some story behind there. Like, what in the world is this story? So instead of doing a, a, an intro or you know, trying to trying to share a bio that 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 we have, you know, Keith, we'd love to know like your story. So Tell us about you. I, I know it's longer than than. Um, uh, you, take as much time as you want. Actually, we're 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 a captive audience right here. So share away, man. Tell us your story. I think it's really interesting. Oh man, um, shoot, where to begin? You know, I, I guess I probably should just begin with kind of where a lot of people 
have have found you know the, the inspiration and so you know uh, i was <clears throat> i was released from prison on december 16th of 2022 after spending 70 months in prison um as that was kind of a result of a long drawn out period of alcoholism drug addiction and gambling addiction um so you know over you know basically over the last year i have you know crossfitted and made the master's championship and made legends and met you. And, uh, I mean, you know, that's kind of the story that, that, that brought me to, to this, um, as a, you know, as a, as a youth, I grew up in, in Northern California and then moved to Eastern Oregon and played football and got into snowboarding and was a professional snowboarder for a while and went to college for accounting and, you know, had a corporate career where I worked at Deloitte, Nike Mm -hmm. and Adidas. And, um, but you know, life took a very different turn and um i paid a significant price and um you know i'm trying to i've tried to learn lessons through that and kind of uh come out the other side of that and be a different person and um crossfit was something that i had found along the way that i was able to really lean into uh in the 70 months i was in prison and uh, kind of be prepared to come out and and I guess I didn't expect to be as you know an elite athlete right away, but uh, it was a productive year and and I did better than I expected and and made uh, events that it was an honor to be in. So um, started kind of living my dream a little bit, which is you know it's been it's been the best year of my life and it's it's you know who knows what the next year will bring, but um, hopefully more. Um, you know I mean the goals are the goals are bigger and and becoming more achievable i think <laughs> so yeah that's 2023 that's was, a, was a really good year um, as a way to as a way to sell it yeah. it was uh it was an amazing year you know um i got really lucky finding crossfit wilsonville and the coaches there and um you know they kind of convinced me to sign up for these and try to make these bigger events and um you know, my first live in-person contest outside of prison was wow. the Masters Championship. So, hmm. uh, and my second that's, one was Legends. So, that's uh, great. You know, yeah, I, those are big you, ones. You those jump right in off the deep end. I don't feel you? pretty, pretty, pretty honored to be part of those fields because I mean, man, look at the yeah. guys. Look at the guy I got to compete against. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hasn't been beaten five years. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just. I hope to be a comeback story, you know, and I, and I'm trying to live that every day. And I've also been sober since two days after my crime. And so that's, uh, all coming up on eight years of sobriety and, um, and CrossFit is, is, is my outlet. That's what yep. I, it's yep. what I love to do. And that's where I, I spend my energy. And so, yeah, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a condensed version of it. Obviously there's <laughs> a lot in there. Absolutely, um, we can that we can dive into all of that. Um, I'm sure uh, the CrossFit community would probably have a ton of questions about what CrossFit was like inside of Oregon State Penitentiary. <laughs> yeah. well, and, uh, that's what we want to know. Let's go. And, <laughs> and believe me, it would your job would drop. Um, so, you know, I I went to prison. I uh, I guess I was incarcerated in February of 2017. After about 30 days, for some reason or another, I ended up placed into Oregon State Penitentiary. There's several prisons throughout Oregon, but that was the one that I landed at. And on my first day there, well, the first day I got out into the yard, I walked onto the weight pile and really? there were some guys doing CrossFit. And 
Hmm. I had, I had been a member at some CrossFit gyms, you know, in, in the 2010, 11, 12 timeframe. Okay. So I knew what CrossFit was. I had done the 2012 open, um, you know, back when Rich was dominating. Um, I think that was the oh, year of seven minutes of burpees. Classic. Maybe it was the year before that. Classic. Uh, <laughs> so yep. as everybody remembers that one, that one was great. Um, so I, you know, I, I see these guys doing some CrossFit and I kind of jumped in with them and, you know, I uh, was pretty surprised to find out that they had a whole competitive CrossFit program in there and that they were hosting four, you know, contests a year. Um, and when I first got there, it was just inmates, but, um, the superintendent and the assistant superintendent of that prison were both CrossFitters. Um, I think one of them had been to the games on a, on a team at some point in his younger days. And. So they were kind of supportive of this idea around letting inmates do something positive. Um, so while I was there, the, the program really grew. We, we funded through selling protein and having food fundraisers and, right. and seeking, seeking out angel investors. But we funded a whole, you know, rogue competitive uh, plate program. And so we had, you know, competition plates for six people and, you know, weights up to 315 pounds per bar for those six bars. And, and then it kind of grew out into the, in, into the normal weight piles at the prison where, you know, we built three Olympic weightlifting platforms, uh, had bumper plates on all the, you know, and we just kept funding as a group of inmates, all of this equipment. Um, when I left, we had a, you know, uh, I lived in honor housing and an honor housing, you had access to some extra stuff, but I had a rower and a salt bike, a GHD machine, a pull-up rack, <laughs> kettlebells, dumbbells, Time out. ropes. Uh, um, that was all, that was all on our block in honor housing. You could use it. Anytime your, your, access to, your access to, your access to equipment is, group. sounds somewhat better than, uh, you know, maybe some small affiliates have. That's, that's, but it was all funded. That's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we actually oh had a true goodness. form runner out on the yard, oh believe it or not, in the yard. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, but yeah, it was, um, you know, they allowed us to do, you know, uh, we had what was called the athletic club, which was kind of in charge of like sporting type stuff. So the, the, you know, the inmate basketball league and the inmate softball league, and they were in charge of, you know, hosting the CrossFit events and developing them and fundraising and finding angel investors and things like that. But I mean, we, we had a lot of money donated and a lot of people that supported it. And we had a lot of support from the university of Oregon, um, some alumni from there that were really involved. And, um, it, it kind of, it, it, it caught fire coming into COVID and we actually grew it to where we bought a, we bought a rig wow. and we were doing Murph with weight vests. Um, and then we had a Memorial Day event or a, a Veterans Day event where we were doing the Hero Wad coffee with his dad coming in. It was a, a Gresham fallen hero. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, at the end, we we were competing against prison staff. And then we had outside CrossFitters coming really? in and doing the contest with us. So it, it really got to be pretty cool before COVID. And COVID yeah, kind of ruined everything. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that was sort of the foundation of you know, there were some things they wouldn't let us have. They wouldn't let us have ropes. They wouldn't let us have rings um, for yeah. obvious reasons because <laughs> there was a big wall yeah. around the, the prison. They didn't want people climbing gotcha. over gotcha. it. So, um, but, you know, and I, and I think my experience was probably unlike a lot of people, but maybe not. I, I don't know. I don't know what, you know, the programs are like in other states, but, um, you know, I, I, 
I find I feel myself fortunate. Like I was just, you know, the stars were kind of aligned in life to to go down this road. I think. Um, so yeah. So I mean, I you know, we I spent the better part of my free wow. time in prison crossfitting. Uh, believe it or not, it was you know a positive not what most people would think. And, and yeah. you had you had goals. It and really you were, was, you so. know, and and able to work yeah. with the other inmates. And you, you know, from a from a friendly competitive yeah. standpoint too, that pushed each other. I'm sure. Yeah, and we developed. I mean, the the community grew, and I, you know, I would say at one point, you know, there was probably 60 guys in in at you know an OSP that were doing CrossFit and, and entering the contests and and competing to the best of their abilities. Which, um, you know, there were some guys that were pretty pretty you know rough along, and but yep. you know people were trying, and it was it was cool. It, it was it was a cool thing. For sure. Wow. Yeah. Go ahead, Jason. I, I got it. Yeah. So what is a full day, like an average day? You you were five years or over five years there, right? Yeah. Um, six. So Almost six. Walk us through like a, a a day in the life. I mean, I I know there's not a, there's probably not an average day. There's probably lots of different days. But what is what does a day in the life look like? And, you know, you, you have time to do CrossFit. But you said that was in free time. What is it, you know, <clears throat> what is it like? navigating um, through day by day for such a duration man <laughs> well it's it's a lot of days to right. count first off and uh <laughs> you gotta you gotta break it up it's like doing a really tough chipper wow you gotta break it up into smaller pieces yeah yeah <laughs> um, right you know so when you start and you got you got 70 months you're like okay let's just get through the first year but uh, that's how you get through the time but as far yeah. as um it you know it, it depends kind of on if you're if you're doing what you're supposed to or not. So when I say like honor housing, um, honor housing, I had the keys to my cell. Um, other than the door was unlocked at 5 a.m. in the morning and I really wasn't required to be back into that cell until 11 p.m. at night, except for a few hours a day during count. Um, yeah. I elected to do a journeyman welding program while I was in there. So I learned to weld. Um, and so I work for an, a prison industry that built like road sanders and park gates. And um, so I would get up and I was, I would get up at five, make coffee, um, kind of get ready to go. I didn't really eat breakfast there. The food is the, the worst part of prison yeah. is the food. Um, yeah. So you do a lot of skipping meals um, and you, yeah. you eat other ways. So, um, but I would be at my welding program by six. Uh, I would work there till around one to two, um, try to catch afternoon yard until somewhere around four or five. And so yeah. when, and then when you're on, when you're in honor housing, you kind of have access to things that most people don't like the rower and the assault yeah. bike and dumbbells and kettlebells. And, and that was actually on the block that okay. we lived on. So you could work out up, up and all the way up until 11 wow. PM at night if you wanted to. And there was day rooms and areas where, you know, you're away from the cells that you could, you could use. And so it was kind of, you kind of had, you had a quite a bit of time, you know, to, to do that stuff if you chose to. So, um, yeah, so we would, uh, I had, I had a couple of guys I worked out with pretty regularly that were one of whom is a, a really good CrossFitter and he could be this level when he gets out if he wanted to be. Yeah. And we would, uh, you know, we would come up with wads or we would see what was programmed and we'd just try to do it the best we could with the equipment we had. Hmm. Um, hmm. And then the last, the last two years, I had a pretty supportive mother 
And uh, she started sending me in Invictus uh-huh. programming yeah. that was free online. So That's every fun. week I'd get an in, every week I'd get an envelope of Invictus's programming, hmm. and so we would do that to the best nice. of our ability. Um, yeah. And by the end, you know, by 2022, I, we had just about everything we needed in there to do, with the exception of ropes and rings. Um, we had every piece of equipment you needed to, to do most of the workouts. So, so yeah. What was your substitution? How did What did you sub for double unders? What would you do to try to make that a similar stimulus? I had, we, we were able to actually, through the program of the athletic club, we had weight belts and wrist wraps and grips and okay. jump yep. ropes. And they wouldn't give us speed ropes. So we did, right. we had the, um, the rogue licorice. Oh, ropes. okay. Sure. Right. So that's right. what we used for double unders. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so that, you know, when the beaded rope doubling, oh, like, somebody's oh, been practicing. Like, yep. <laughs> uh, um, so, you know, I, look, it, it was, mm-hmm. uh, we were fortunate. We were fortunate mm-hmm. because of the superintendent we had and kind of, you know, the culture of America is changing with, with prison as well and prison inmate rights and, um, and Oregon is definitely okay. on the liberal side of that. Um, yeah. and so, I mean, we were we were fairly well supported because, you know, that group, that community tended to be people who were doing what they were supposed to do and they were yeah. good for the yeah. you know culture of the prison. Um, yeah. So it, it was look, like I said, I feel in some ways I feel so blessed. I mean, it no. seems weird that you would say that, but it's so lucky that mm-hmm. that's where I that's where I ended up compared yeah. to maybe some of the other institutions around Oregon that I could have. Ended yeah. Up. Well, yeah. I think yeah. about the like the camaraderie that you experience mm-hmm. in a CrossFit gym, right? Like wherever I train, and I've I've been able to you know walk into a lot of different CrossFit gyms. But within a couple of days, I've got people I'm training with. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. it just happens naturally. Yeah. Um, and I, I just imagine that that there was something really meaningful about that. As you're counting your days in this, you know, monster chipper, seventy month chipper you're working through, but <laughs> yeah. you know, on a on a day to day basis, you have you know, if, if people that you're, you're looking forward to spending time, you're looking forward to training, um, you're having the camaraderie of suffering together, which is, um, you know, for people who don't experience that in, in, they don't have that in, in whatever they do for training. It's a, it's a totally amazing thing to suffer with other people and yeah. look over and just see, well, that guy's suffering too. That guy's suffering too. And I'm suffering. And, um, and then afterwards, like, that was great. You want to do it tomorrow? Well, yeah, of course. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing, you know? Um, yeah. But to be able to have that opportunity um, in your circumstances had to be, I mean, yeah, truly unique and, and, and really special. Did, I mean, really, really cool. Uh, I, I yeah. have a question about, um, you, you talked about uh, how, how uh, fortunate you were in there um, and supportive that uh, the prison was. It, it, did the prison have some... Um, somebody had they ever worked with somebody from CrossFit? I, I, I've I think I've read things like there's been some outreach programs where they'll they might do uh, training seminars or things like that. Was this a was this an institution that actually had some um, made some contact or was it just organic from that with some? We had uh, the athletic club and some of us cross. That individuals had reached out mm-hmm. through a, an L1 uh, right. correctional officer, and they had offered to do the L1 for us for a reduced rate. It ah, still wasn't that a, reduced, yeah. but um, and we had we had support for that. But again, 
a COVID, COVID changed a lot and it made it, you know, it, it erased a lot of programming. Um, so there was some, some work and some push towards that. And then it kind of fell apart with COVID and, and the primary, like I, like I had mentioned, the superintendent and su assistant mm -hmm. superintendent at the time were both they CrossFitters. Were, so they were, yeah. they were the, they were the driving force of the staff that was allowing us to do it. Um, what the superintendent has since moved on. Um, and I don't, you know, I've been out a year and a month now and I, I don't know if the assistant superintendent okay. still there. I would assume he is, but, um, once you get out, you kind of, you don't keep a ton of ties. Yeah. I was, I was <laughs> you know, yeah. um, I, I communicate, I communicate with a few people there. And then my, um, uh, I do some, some partner competing with a guy that I met while, while I was in there, who's been out a little longer than me. And, He's quite a bit younger, so I have to compete in RX male when I'm with him. So, um, um, but we we hit a podium yeah, this see? year, so that was kind of cool. <laughs> so, um, um, well, yeah. So the, the uh, um, I, I'm sure some of them are following your journey too, if they're able to keep up. Yeah, because again, yeah, this remarkable I mean, yeah, run that yeah. you've had, you know, and I'm, you're only getting started. I mean that's that's the that's the beautiful beautiful thing to think about. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what you have done and accomplished, I'm sure, is going noticed. You know, I mean, I, I, that's not that's not my goal, but I I, mm -hmm. it, I hope that yeah. I can inspire someone, right? Um, you know, I wasn't I, I didn't I didn't think I was going to get famous through going to prison, so <laughs> infamous maybe. Uh, I don't know, um, but yeah, I mean, you know. The, there are there are some mm -hmm. there are good people in there. Unfortunately, you know, people make mistakes. Not everybody in prison is is the worst person in the world. Yes, sure. there are bad people in there, but there are good people in there as well. Um, yeah. And um, you know, I don't think it was where my life was always headed, but it only takes it only takes a short period of time and a and a and a rash decision to put you in a very bad place in life. Um, yeah. And you know. I don't blame anybody for what happened. Um, I did what I did and, and the, the punishment was what it was. And, and that was the law of Oregon. And, um, you know, I, mm -hmm. I wasn't the victim there. There was a victim in that crime. And so, um, I mean, I tried to take responsibility and I'm trying to live a life of responsibility since mm -hmm. then. So, I mean, that's my goal and my hope. Um, and CrossFit's a very good outlet for me to stay on that, that path. That's, that a power, that's a powerful message. And, a, and a, yeah. from depending if you're inside um, OSP or if you're on the outside, that what you're trying to achieve, I think, doesn't matter. And you just called it an outlet. I mean, everybody needs they find out what their outlet is in life and and how it how you know for your mental well-being yeah. for obviously for physical fitness just just a way to connect with others like jason was saying shared suffering um we've just happened to find the sport as a way for us to you know stay sane <laughs> for lack of a better word and it's and it works yeah it really can work the magic of it is it can work almost anywhere i mean that's the uh, that that's yeah. the part yeah, and it does. Um, non yeah. non CrossFit related, but you've touched on it twice. I'm just more curious. Uh, we, we know how COVID shut down everything, depending on even more so in certain states than others. You you mentioned it twice how it really disrupted everything in the prison. There was it was it a matter of uh, you know they wanted more isolation because they were trying to stop the spread and all that. So it it it, 
you know, here we had gyms, everybody's gyms closed for a certain period of time. Some's closed a lot longer. Couldn't, yeah. you had to stay in your box, your 10 feet. You couldn't talk to or touch anything or touch anyone or whatever. Was it something similar like yeah. that where the where that was handed down uh, from the top and they just said, you got to stop everything? Or for, Yeah, for us, it was, um, well, first of all, they really controlled who was coming into the prison. So a lot of the like, guests and and people who would come in and and the supportive people that would come to meetings and stuff couldn't come in anymore so a lot of the supportive community members were not allowed in um for a significant period of time they were segregating the units um so it really changed the flow of the prison from a standpoint of who was going to get to go out to the recreation yard at certain times who was going Mm -hmm. to the chow hall at certain times um for an initial stage the prison was just completely locked yeah, down and nobody moved our, at all. Early, um, early on. And they allowed, they allowed the honor housing unit to go to work because some of the stuff had to get done. Like you got to do the laundry and you know, the prison can't just shut down and it won't run. So again, being in honor housing was more than a privilege because you were actually allowed out of your cell. But for a, for a period of, I think 90, I want to say 90 yeah. days, we were basically locked down. Um, hmm. After that, though, they regularly rotated people out. And so they, you know, they made cleaning crews for the yard and they were like spraying everything with bleach. And uh, I mean, I think we were back to working out on a normal schedule. Way isn't that, before isn't the that ironic? The world. Like, yeah, that's uh, the believe it or not. My, my <laughs> friends were like, this so, it's such BS. You get to work yeah. out. We can't even yeah. go to the gym. <laughs> like, so, um, yeah, it didn't interrupt my training too much, but um, you know, we had to wear we had, we had to wear masks, and it just really it limited our ability to host like the Murph event and to and bring the outside guests in and um, to to even they didn't wouldn't let it, let us have our CrossFit events for about a year, but then when it came back on, we still couldn't have the outside guests, which that was the part that really made it powerful is when you have CrossFitters from, you know, they're around the community coming in and competing against, uh, you know, guys mm-hmm. who aren't yet free. Yeah. It becomes something really cool. And, you know, when the superintendent is, you know, lacing up his nobles wow. and, and coming out and competing against you, it, it, you know, it mm-hmm. really, it, it makes you feel like it's yeah. just different. It's just different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you feel like a person, I guess, versus one thing, you know, prison does is kind of take away your, your identity a little bit, you know, and um, certainly takes away your freedom. So yeah. it's, uh, it's easy not to feel human in there. And, and those events really kind of made you feel connected. Um, so that was, that was, it was sad. And I don't know to what level they're even back to their competitive program now. Um, it had not fully returned even 22. by the time yeah, I had left in well. 22. So um, I do know they did Murph this year because one of my friends crazily decided to do it with a double weight. So he did a 40 pound Murph. Um, yeah, this does not sound fun to me. <laughs> uh, but he messaged me and told me I had a bad idea and I I went through with it and I'll never do it again. So, um, but apparently, yeah. So so they did do Murph. um, And I heard that through him that they had actually set up a full-time rig for doing Murph now and poured a whole concrete slab and everything. So, um, yeah. And they were supposed to even put rings on that. So I heard maybe they got rings. Yeah. Believe it or not. Um, Rings are the hardest one, man. I, I, when I was traveling, I didn't have rings. These rings are, 
it, it's just one of those things. It'd be so nice to have there. Um, well, it, Keith, um, you know, you talked about like uh, in, in, in on the inside, right? You the, you are you do lose your freedom, right? You lose your freedom. Yep. Um, your identity is minimized, right? So it's, it was yeah. always curious, like you know, um, you know, the day, the week, the year that you've been out. Um, you know, looking back back on this past year, what have been some of the sweetest things that you've experienced um, coming from such you know such kind of deprivation to freedom? What are what are the things that were most meaningful to you on this side? of it um i mean i, I to be alone is uh, <laughs> yeah right to be alone it's become such a commodity that you would really underestimate um if you were if you'd never had to live in a in a very small room um with another man for okay. a long time um mm-hmm. so you know um i was very fortunate i had a supportive group where I came right back to a job and they rented me a house and I have a three bedroom house that, that I live in by myself. Um, some of the sweetest moments are just the peace and quiet of, of being able to sit in a house by myself yep. and be free. Um, not, you know, I can, I can go to the gym if I want, or I can walk outside or I've, nobody's dictating that. So, I mean, I, I do, I, w- I will say this, that you, Prison taught me that the two most valuable things in life are freedom and time, because without those two together, if you don't couple them together, they're not meaningful at all. So um, you take either one of those away, um, you know, you have all the time in the world, but if you're not free, then you're in prison. Um, Right. So and, you know, if you're free, but you don't have any time, well, then you know where you're at. You're you're no longer living. So, yeah, yeah, I think that and, and, you know, being getting coached, getting coaching, that, that has been amazing. You know, How great is that? <laughs> Feedback <laughs> from someone that could see you yeah. moving, yeah. not just figuring that's, it out. <laughs> that's, been, that's been really cool. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think also, you know, getting back to kind of real life and uh, a schedule and a job and um, you know, some normalcy and, and oh, food. Uh, food, food, I guess the mm-hmm. last thing would be food. Um, right. Dude, what was your first meal? meal? Or did you have did you have a meal that you were like, I can't wait to have this, and then you had it and it was as good as you thought? Was there anything like that? Steak. Steak. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Uh, dry tip. I don't I mean any kind of seafood. Um, right. I mean, l- listen, I, I will I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. The eating in prison okay. is very difficult. Um, that's yeah. why, like, when you do food fundraisers for the clubs, mm. they're so popular. You know, like, oh, right. hey, we're getting Popeye chicken sandwiches. Wow. I'll take 10. Thanks. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's your answer to your question is just kind of the little things, the things that you just yeah. take for granted until you don't have them. Um, yeah. Yep. It's not a. It's not this like complicated life. Mm-hmm. Life gets very simple. I think. Mm-hmm. Post. It's just like yeah. you realize you don't That's need a, a ton, right? You you you've lived six years with very little, um, so you don't need a ton. Um, wow. Everything else is kind of a luxury. Right. Well, um, I yeah. will then ask you because your your accomplishments in 2023 have been <laughs> uh, pretty. Uh, pretty incredible. I mean, doesn't matter where you come from or what your background is or what you've done. You, the, the progress you've made through the CrossFit Open, you know, through quarterfinals and then qualifying for two um, high-level Masters competitions. 
But when you said your first in live, first in person live one this year at Legends, I mean at Masters in in Fort Wayne, that first event for individuals, I think, was that nasty burpee sandbag running one. So take us take us back to you and the you know you you that corralled you up. You're there. And you kind of walk out onto the floor. What's going through your mind? How, you know, from a competitive standpoint, butterflies thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm here. I'm on a floor. I've got a lane. They're going to say athletes one minute. And what's uh, going through your mind through that? Can you? Is that something you can share? Yeah. Um, well, for, first off, i got to say I'm fortunate that my coach traveled with me and he was there. And uh you know, I have two coaches. We have two coaches at CrossFit Wilsonville that both travel and they're married. So it's EJ and Dave. So Dave came on that trip and Dave goes, look, this is a good workout for you, buddy. Like, um, so just go do what you do. And, um, and so, I mean, I, I, the nerves, the nerves were there. Fortunately, I'd done a couple, like I said, I'd done a couple of team contests over the summer. So I kind of, I'd been through some nerves and I was, I was prepared, um, on that end. Um, and I honestly thought I could finish it, um, and I did. Excellent. I was one of the three Excellent. people that did. So, um, uh, but that was that was good. That's grunt work, and that's what I'm I'm good at. That um, I didn't know how the 200 pound sandbag would feel, and it wasn't it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Better uh, you than me. So after the first, I mean, the burpees and the running were the worst part. The sandbag was awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, you know, and that, so I got second, I think I got second in that event, which was, you know, what a way to start. Like, I wish I could have finished the way I started, but, um, no, I mean, it, that was a good start to that week. I mean, it was, uh, it was just one of those workouts where you just had right. to move and, well, and be that, tough. that kind of leads so, me to, if, uh, um, you know, I'm putting a program together and I'm, I'm writing up a bio, uh, and I had to write up, you know, Keith, Keith Martin's, uh, uh, type of athlete that, that he is, what would, how would you describe yourself as, as a, as a competitor? What, what are, what do you like to go to? Obviously you've just alluded to the, to the grunt work, kind of get it done type, but uh, you know, <laughs> what type of a competitor are you and what, what, what are your favorite, you know, what, when you see programmed, what lights, lights you up and go, okay, it's go time. Um, I mean, I, I, I think for okay. me, the heavier, the better, uh, strength is definitely where my, <laughs> where my, like, okay. I'm, I'm strong. Um, I can't wait for the one rep Mac back squat that that's going to be my Check. wheelhouse. <laughs> like, um, I, uh, I'm hoping to hit a lifetime. I, my goal is to hit 500 okay. pounds here before it's too late. So, uh, that's a lifetime goal. Um, but no, I, I think uh, I do really well in gritty, grunty workouts, and okay. the, kind of the longer the better. Like those really taxing longer workouts are good. Um, gymnastics are, are tough for me, and uh, and I struggle with that, which is what I practice the most. And it's you know those come along as they come along. Um, but yeah, you know squatting and just not ever the triple threat again. Yeah, that, please no. Yeah, that. Oh my god, chipper. that was terrible. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was rough. Uh, I really thought I would would have done better than that, but man, that was a that was a tough workout. Well, and um, obviously your coaches have you yeah, addressing some of those areas where you you say to yourself, "Hey, look, I I know this is what I want to work on. It's maybe what's holding me back from that next step or that next uh, level." And so they're yeah. giving you 
extra extra programming or extra work or you just spend time before or after uh, your time there addressing those deficiencies yeah we have a, we have a, a, a pretty robust competitive program and and the the coaches program for that and we have a, a junior games athlete who's now you know a, a open athlete now and so she's really pushing hard to make the games and so yeah i mean he's he's act our, our coaches are actively programming everybody's weaknesses um and it's it's a fairly robust i don't complete it all each day it's too big to do that um but yeah i mean work a lot on yeah. overhead positioning and handstand walking and handstand push-ups and and then a lot of it's capacity like you know just developing more capacity to do the movements under fatigue um which is where Mr. Uh, oh, Mr. Grubb runs away from fair. us all. <laughs> yeah. Capacity yep. to do the movements under fatigue. <laughs> Just give me enough time. Just give me enough time. That's all I'm looking at. That's all I'm asking for. I mean, I, I, no, I was going to say, uh, what does 2024 look like for you? Uh, what do you have, uh, if you don't mind sharing, maybe some goals or, 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 or plans on, on what the competition year, your body feels good, obviously. Uh, You're ready to, ready to roll well i uh i mean you know i honestly i i dreamed of going to the games um and i knew that when it was a field of 10 that was going to be a very very challenging hill to get over um now with it being a field of 40 um i've that has to be the goal right um i think that's the level that i'm close to and i you know i have to stay healthy but no i think the uh the goal is to is to make the games this year, and um, that, that's the plan. Um, that's what we're we're aiming to. And then I would love to go back and do Masters Fitness Championship right. again at healthy, and hopefully finish it. Um, I mean, I was I was certainly going in contention for the podium there before I got hurt. Um, and you know, Legends is a cool contest. I like. I think you know, probably if I had to pick three things I wanted to do again next year, those would okay. probably be the top three things. And uh, maybe maybe see about what they do with the Masters uh, for the West Coast. We, we failed to mention that at the beginning, but that's mm-hmm. right. That is on everybody's radar just because it's going to be something different, yet it's supposed to include age groups. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for, for you, it's a heck of a lot yeah. closer than, so, than myself. But, yeah. Yeah, so that's on that, that would be the other thing on the radar. Now, you know, obviously – Maybe the games doesn't happen this year. Maybe it does, and so that that could change plans. But um, you know, that's it's got to be the goal, right? That's that's what yeah. everybody should be at that level. I think you have to be kind of gearing towards that. So yeah, bro, that's my plan. That's what I'm doing. Right. I'm, so, I got the same so, goals. Right. <laughs> so, let's do the same thing we did last year, guys. I mean, why so not get knocked exactly. off track? That's what you're. Um, that's what you're aiming for. Um, are you? Uh, yeah. After after you've experienced, you know. The, the food again and you can do what you want when you want um have you uh do you spend a lot of time dialing in nutrition um is that something that uh you know now that you have you know the ability to kind of fit your schedule to how you want to train and the energy that you need to support yourself how does how does your nutrition plan look or um well it's definitely it's definitely an area that I need to work on more. Oh, sure. I think yeah. in everybody's probably in that group, but I do, I, I do, um, I do try to meal prep each week. And, and so mm-hmm. that normally helps me stay better than if I don't. And then I'm just kind of winging it. Um, you know, I work, 
I work construction as well. Oh, so my wow. caloric burn is according to whoop, like 6,000 calories a day or something. I don't know. It's, it's, I'm, it's hard to eat Absolutely. right all the time, but I mean, I, yeah, meal prepping really helps me. So that's, that's kind of my, that's been yeah. my go-to try, try to meal prep on Sundays and then it kind of knocks out the food for the week so that I can do my 10 hour work day, hit the gym for three hours and then eat quickly and, yeah. and reset it's and one less decision again. that so, you have to think about after work um, or between training or yeah it's done yeah otherwise i end up at mod pizza or somewhere like that and you know it's not the best but how about it, it how, is it is you know it's just well another, hey another how about, how about the 80 20 right? rule you know what nobody's perfect that's that's okay you know what we're not robots <laughs> right. and we're not intended to be there's too, too much good food. My my coach always says you can eat whatever you okay. want, just put right. calories yeah. in. When you're burning <laughs> them like that, yeah. Yes, that is generally <laughs> true. He yeah. says if you like if you like Oreos, eat Oreos. I said all right. Fair enough. If you're burning if you're burning six thousand calories or or anything like that during the day while you're working and training, yes, you have the liberty mm -hmm. to eat anything you can, everything you can. Yeah. Um, not yeah. everyone gets to do that. You know, some of us are sitting on our butts. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately. You know, so, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, know. I was yeah. thinking about you specifically right now. Specifically me. Specifically. Um. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. Fortunately, I don't I don't have to do a whole lot of watching what yeah. I eat. I just have to yeah. eat. Because what, what you see. don't if, – if you're <laughs> yeah, training after a work day, um, energy levels are so – you know, it's critical that you're, that you're fueling yourself you know, that way appropriately. It's, I know it's different for everybody, but first thing in the morning, you don't need a lot before you're training. Yeah. Most people, but after the day, it's, yeah. that's tough. Right. So I give you, I give you credit. Yeah. And yeah. And it, it's noticeable it's when you're, when you're off, um, you can certainly, you can certainly tell, you can be like, well, training feels terrible. And I, I yeah. got a pretty good suspicion just, why, you know, that. so yeah. um, there are, yeah. there are a lot of those days um, where you just, you do what you can do and what your body's willing to do that day. So, yep. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, Keith, dude, this was fantastic, man. Um, thank you so <laughs> much for taking time to jump on with us. Um, I know that I've been looking forward to this for, for months. I mean, since our first conversation, I was like, Oh, I can't wait for this conversation, for this story to, to get yeah. to know you more. And um, I appreciate you coming and introducing yourself to me at, at MFC. And then, of course, um, coming to hang out a bit at uh, at Legends. And um, I know that uh, for Absolutely. both Rick and I, we can't wait to see you out there at the next competition. Whenever we all get to get to get get together again, um, we compete, we train hard, we we just bust it up. And then afterwards, we have pizza and uh, right and, and get all the calories back in the system. Fair enough. <laughs> Sounds like I, a plan. I can't wait myself. Keith, thank you so much. Um, all right, guys. Man, yeah. you guys, I just one last thing. I, I appreciate it so much. I'm humbled to be in your guys' presence. Uh, um, uh, and hopefully we yeah, can find somebody today. Absolutely. It's a remarkable yeah. story, and we appreciate it. Thanks, your my time. friend. Thank you. No worries. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Masters in Motion podcast. We'd be so grateful if you could take just a quick moment to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast or your preferred podcast app. If you're watching on YouTube, click that subscribe button. Give it a like. That helps support and reach more listeners uh, and grow our master's community. Until next time, guys, get bolder, not older. See ya.